This episode of the DLU podcast is brought to you by Goalie Nutrition. As someone who's used Goalie for quite some time, I can tell you that they're not only very good, but they're very beneficial. My favorite are the Super Green Gummies. The Super Green Gummies are uniquely crafted with a spectrum of essential nutrients such as vitamins A, B12, folic acid, and theamine. It supports a healthy liver function, healthy nervous and immune system, digestive health, a boost to your metabolism, and overall health and well-being. There are no artificial sweeteners, flavors, or colors from artificial sources. They're vegan-friendly, gluten-free, and gelatin-free. All loyal listeners of the d podcast get a special 10% discount at checkout. Go to Goalie.com, use promo code D-L-E-W. That's Goalie.com, use promo code D-L-E-W. This podcast is a Believe Network and Luciete production. Of the D Podcast brought to you by Believe Network. I'm your host, Derek T. Lewis. I'm actually recording this on a Wednesday night, and um, it's been a crazy week because as I'm recording this, yesterday was my birthday. Yes, yours truly turned 45 years old. I can't believe I'm actually saying that. Grateful to see another year, and um, it was an awesome weekend. Someone very special as you go. My uh my special lady Jasmine took care of me all weekend. And she has more plans for the following weekend, so I'm looking forward to that. So, nonetheless, like I said, I had an opportunity to watch uh, Crown Jewel on Saturday. But before I get to Crown Jewel and talk about the uh, the recap and everything, I want to give a huge shout-out to ECWA for putting on a fantastic show uh, this past Saturday night out in the, at the Jersey Dugout in Morganville, New Jersey. Um Huge crowd, um, huge turnout, you know, all the guys and girls that uh, that work the show. Uh, Ryan Cavanaugh, thank you so much. Actually, this past weekend was my second year anniversary with ECWA, and I look forward to some incredible things in 2024 with that organization as well. But before I get into Crown Jewel, I do want to talk about some breaking news that took place yesterday. The CW Network and WWE are teaming up. Because NXT is moving to the CW Network next October. Uh, There was a press release that took place yesterday, and I'm going to read it to you. It says, the CW Network will become the official broadcast home to WWE NXT in October 2024. The five-year agreement marks the first time in its 13-year history that WWE NXT, which showcases WWE's hottest up-and-coming superstars, will air on a broadcast television network. WWE NXT will debut on the CW Network in October 2024 and air 52 live weekly events throughout the season. We are thrilled to welcome the WWE brand into the CW Sports portfolio as they play an integral role in our mission to bring live sporting events to the network year-round, said Dennis Miller, president of the CW Network. WWE NXT is a perfect fit for the CW, thanks to his dynamic young talent featuring the hottest rising stars in the sport and exhilarating, unpredictable weekly events. The passion and engagement of WWE's fan base is unmatched, and we are eager to grow that audience as WWE NXT's new home on broadcast television. 
The CW has made impressive moves over the past year with its live sporting programming schedule, said Nick Khan, WWE president. It's a truly exciting opportunity to expand NXT's audience by bringing the show to broadcast television for the first time in NXT's history. Launched by WWE Chief Content Officer Paul Triple H Levesque, WWE NXT has aired weekly since 2012 and features the brightest young talent in sports entertainment. Nearly 90% of the participants in last year's WrestleMania were developed under the NXT banner. Led by WWE Hall of Famer Shawn Michaels, NXT is popular with younger audiences, ranking number one in cable primetime on Tuesday nights, last quarter among adults 18 to 49 and 18 to 34. Year to date, NXT's average viewership is up 30% among adults 18 to 49. WWE superstars such as Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch have come up through NXT. WWE NXT joins a growing roster of live sports to the CW Network, including ACC football and basketball games airing every every Saturday night throughout the season and live golf. The CW is also the new home of the Emmy Award-winning weekly studio series inside the NFL and will broadcast NASCAR Xfinity Series beginning in 2025. The network will soon offer more than 500 hours of sports programming year-round unbelievable guys that is a game changer truly is a game changer because again what was once a developmental brand and, and they can't call it developmental anymore like that they can't especially when you when you're making moves like that you know moving to a, a n- moving to network television that is huge it is a huge opportunity for those that that weren't seen you know on, on an audience like that to be seen now uh, to a broader audience. So congratulations to WWE, NXT, and CW. And I look forward to seeing how that partnership, business relationship grows. But again, as I stated, I was going to talk about uh, Crown Jewel uh, that took place this past Saturday afternoon. Um, if you were on the East Coast in the United States, you know, it took place in Saudi Arabia. Over 10,000 fans you know, witnesses um, premium live event. And first off, I got to say this. Kudos to Byron Saxton. The dude has done everything backstage. First of all, he was a, he actually was a wrestler down in FCW before it was NXT. He was doing that. He was comment, you know, doing commentary. Then he was, you know, after he did the commentary, backstage interviewing. And then on Saturday, he was the ring announcer, and I got to tell you, he did a damn good job. So big ups to uh, Byron Saxon for being a utility player, you know, in WWE. And like my coach Danny Kate says at Monster Factory, you want to be an asset to every wrestling company that you work for. Don't just be one thing. You know, be, try to master as much as you can in the business so you can have longevity. It's most important. So the show stars, actually the pre-show it was only one pre-show match, and it was Sami Zayn versus J.D. McDonough. I don't want to call him a part of the Judgment Day just yet because he's just that guy that kind of hangs around, and you know he's he's like that bad penny man. It's like is always around. <laughs> so I don't know how, you know what they're going to do with that, but Sami Zayn did get the win by pinfall. You know, nine minutes forty seconds just to really get the crowd going. You know, for the start of the show, and of course the show starts with a World Heavyweight Championship match between 
uh, champion Seth freaking Rollins defending against Drew McIntyre. Now, the way they have been building up this match, I truly believe, I mean, first of all, they did a damn good job, you know, developing the match with uh, last month with Seth and Nakamura because the way they were booked, the way it was, it was uh, booked, I thought that Nakamura was going to walk away with the title and he ended up losing the the the, uh, the last man standing match to Seth Rollins and he retained. And I'm thinking now, okay, Drew McIntyre, former world champion, and they were alluding to the fact that he was the champ. He won the title literally in front of no fans because WrestleMania 36 was in was right at the beginning of the pandemic. WrestleMania was the only WrestleMania that was not seen in front of a crowd. It was no one there. So they played on that, and I'm thinking, okay, if they get if they're getting ready for this heel run that I think Drew McIntyre is going to be on. I was thinking that he was going to win the title. Or what I thought is that if Drew would have won the title, then Damian Priest would have, you know, would, would probably cash in money in the bank. So again, seesaw matchup, you know, a lot of close lot a lot of near falls. And I enjoyed the match. As a matter of fact, me and my girlfriend actually watched this entire pay-per-view. She was very entertained by the match. And she's starting to get back into wrestling again. So she's starting to get to know some of the the newer superstars now in uh, in in wrestling generally because she watches I have her watch WWE and AEW. So <laughs> I'm I'm doing my best, guys. I'm trying to get it get her along. But but anyways, Drew I'm not Drew. Seth did win. You know he did retain the championship, and then all of a sudden you hear Damian Priest's uh, music hit, and I'm thinking, oh boy, is he going to cash in? And then out of the blue, Sami Zayn. Um, attacks him, takes the briefcase, and jets out of there. <laughs> he le- he leaves the arena, and Damian Priest is upset, and he goes after him. So that's how that match ends, you know, for the uh, World Heavyweight Championship. The next match was the uh, Fatal Five Way match for the World Women's Championship, and it was uh, Rhea Ripley defending against Nia Jax, Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, and Zoe Stark, and it was nice to get some shine, you know, out of out of Zoe Stark. I think she's going to be the next one. I truly believe that. Like, I don't know if she's going to win the title with the the next year, but I think maybe two years down the line, I think she's going to be the one because she is so good at what she does, and I like how they're using um, really all of them. You know, obviously Nia Jax coming back in the mix. You know, she did a couple spots. I mean, she took some 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 bumps in there too, especially when she was trying to get off the top rope, tried to do the bonsai drop on a couple of occasions, and you know they kept you know knocking her off the uh, the second rope. And all five of these women, I mean, they really really gave it. I think they, they the match is like eleven minutes five seconds, and they were able to you know again everyone was able to shine in the match. Rhea Ripley did retain uh, the, the the women's world championship, you know, uh, and. Again, I don't know what's going to happen between now and WrestleMania. They're kind of teasing her and and Becky Lynch. I think that would be a really good main event, between, you know, at WrestleMania. But again, who knows? Because heck, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte were supposed to main event WrestleMania, and that didn't happen. So, and that was very unfortunate. But again, when you had this this bloodline storyline, Kevin Owens and Sammy and the Usos definitely had the main event night one of WrestleMania. So. I'm hoping that we actually get a women's world championship match 
either the the WWE Women's Championship or the Women's World Championship at WrestleMania. I hope we, one of those matches are the main event for sure. Um, the next match was um, Solo Sokoa and John Cena, which I loved. Here's the irony. John Cena has had many feuds with members of the Anawaii Fatu Johnson family. <laughs> I mean, go through the list. He's he's feuded with Rakishi back in like 03 when he was doing the whole Thugonomics thing. Then he feuded with Umaga. <laughs> I mean, grief. I mean, he's feuded with, 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 with The Rock, of course. Roman Reigns. He had his, his run-ins with the Usos, and now he's feuding with Solo Sokoa. Talk about everything coming full circle. And again, I've always liked Solo since he was in NXT. I And he's just one of those guys that you don't really think is a young guy. He's not. I never saw him as a rookie because when you come from that pedigree of that Samoan dynasty, you know what I mean? You're forgetting Rikishi's his dad. You know what I mean? And the Usos are his, are his big brothers. So it's like Roman's his cousin. You know, when you have that type of, you know, lineage around you, you know, you have no other choice. And he is just so good at what he does. He has a great presence about him. And I'm hoping that he sees some gold in 2024. That's one of my predictions. I think Solo Sokoa is going to be, whether, whether it's an Intercontinental Champion or, or a United States Champion, I hope he wins one of those titles because he definitely deserves it. But anyways, he does. He did wrestle John Cena. I mean, the match was really good. Um, they, they it was it was a little snug, you know what I mean, and and they got they really got it in, but Solo, I mean he that Samoan spike after so I think I counted maybe twelve or thirteen Samoan spikes, and he and he pins John Cena. The match was sixteen minutes and ten seconds long. It really got it really John Cena has been so giving, and I think now people are starting to really appreciate John Cena because as of today, the sack after. Strike is officially over, so it looks like we are not going to be seeing John Cena for a while because you know Hollywood is opening up again. So, but that was a nice way for him to, you know, put over, put over a, a much younger talent. You know, being very selfless in there and really got um Solo to shine and be the heel that we all know that he can be and he that he's going to continue to be. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with Solo. Going into the new year, I'm I'm interested to see where the trajectory goes for him and where you know how he um, how high he can get. But the next match is for the United States Championship. Uh, Rey Mysterio was um, defending against Logan Paul, and let me just say this: it makes no sense on how good Logan Paul is. I'm going to repeat that: it makes absolutely no sense. And I'm not just talking about just his in-ring work. I'm talking about him, the art of working. There's a difference. You can wrestle and you can do all these moves. A lot of uh, don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Of course, you do wrestling moves. That's that's what people want you to do. They want you to do moves. And you want you. To, but pro wrestling, the majority of pro wrestling is all about moment and how you make people feel. Logan Paul makes people feel like they want to punch him in the face. Because he's that good at being a prick. That's that. He should not. He should never be a babyface. He, he, I don't. I never bought him as a baby when he was trying to do the uh, babyface thing against um, Roman Reigns last year. Crown Jewel, awesome match, but I didn't buy it. 
he is much more natural as a heel. And I think this match with Rey Mysterio, I think this is the perfect the perfect match. And I think, you know, putting the U.S. title on him made sense. Because if you were to put him in a world title match last year, I mean, heck, no harm in putting him in a U.S. title match. So they, um, I believe... Logan had one of his uh, associates or whatever at ringside, I think, try to hand him up, hand him up the brass knucks. Santos Escobar comes down the aisle, and he picks up the brass knucks, but then all of a sudden, he takes the knucks off, and he just leaves it. He leaves them at the, uh, the ring apron, which was interesting, and I'll get to that in a second. Logan picks him up, whacks Mysterio, and um, Logan Paul um, wins the, uh, the United States Championship. I'm interested to see now, is this going to be the start of the eventual heel turn for Santos Escobar? I think they've been planting seeds for a while with this heel turn. Again, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm looking too deep into it. But I truly believe that an eventual match with Ray against Santos as a heel, I think that can be that can do big numbers. I think they can do big things. I think maybe a one-on-one match at the Royal Rumble, or maybe if they can have a little scuffle during the Royal Rumble match to maybe plant some seeds for WrestleMania. So we'll see. We'll see about that. The next match is um, EO Sky um, defending the uh, WWE Women's Championship against Bianca Belair. And um, number one, it was so good to see Bianca back on television again. She was missed. But, you know, obviously, you know, Time away is is, is um, super important for any professional wrestler. You know, obviously, you know, the bumps and the bruises and the, the traveling and the fatigue, not just the physical fatigue, but the mental fatigue. You know what I mean? They're on the road 250 to 300 days a year and not just wrestling, but they're doing appearances and they're doing all these special events and all these other things. So it's like it is very, very taxing on you, not just physically, but mentally. So I was glad to see Bianca back. Incredible match. Obviously, EO came down with um, damage control, Bailey and Dakota Kai. But out of the blue, Kyrie Sane returns to assist EO Sky in retaining the, the WWE Women's Championship. And I'm interested to see where this leads because if you guys don't remember, right when Kyrie Sane was leaving WWE in 2020, Bailey was the one that took her out. So now that EO Sky is in this group with damage control with Bailey, and then Bailey's looking up and seeing Kyrie Sane and EO Sky, you know, lock, you know, together in the ring, I'm wondering what's gonna happen with that. That that intrigues me. That intrigues me big time because now maybe this is time for Bailey's eventual face turn, I think. I think she, I, I like her as a heel. I think she's really, you know, she has such a, she's like a smart aleck type of heel, you know, cocky and, and cowardice and runs and that type of thing. But I do miss her as a baby face and I'm hoping that maybe this could, this could be. But before I get into the uh, next match, I do want to um, talk about one of my latest sponsors, um, Simpler Hair Color. Um, they just, um, Partnered up with the DLU podcast, I believe, network, and I wanted to give them a huge shout out on the show. But 
for men that are growing, you know, gray hair, and this is, again, I'm just um, talking here, guys. I don't have anything prepared. But basically for all men that are growing, you know, gray hair, whether it's beard or hair in your head, listen, Simpler is the absolute best for you. Here's the deal. There's no mixing. There's no dripping. There's no mess. Super easy to use whether you're a beginner or if you're a pro. And their hypoallergenic 100% vegan formula is made right here in the U.S. And it uses safer ingredients that are gentler on your skin. I want to repeat that. It is much, much gentler on your skin. Now, here's the deal. It's reusable. So you can, it, it, once you can give as many uses as up to four boxes of the drugstore brand dyes. So in other words, it could be as low as $3 per use. And it's 100% recyclable when you're done. And once you use it, you can reuse it. And, you know, obviously one can for your hair, beard, and touch-ups. And there's no need for separate products, all right? So, again, if you want to check it out, you can use my promo code when you go to simplerhaircolor.com. And when you go to the checkout, use promo code DLEW10. That's DLU10. Again, that's simplerhaircolor.com. Use promo code DLU10. Now, the next match I want to talk about is uh, Cody Rhodes and uh, Damian Priest. And if I must say, you know, I do, I am a bit partial towards Damian Priest. You know, he's a former um, Monster Factory heavyweight champion. As a matter of fact, he was one of the coaches at, at the world-famous Monster Factory before he left to go um, when he got signed to WWE. So I'm super proud of what he's doing. And um, there was a report that came out uh, maybe a day or two ago about just how the higher-ups in WWE are really, really pleased with his work ethic. You know, just just him being a being a true pro, and I mean, but again, I'm not surprised by that because based off what I saw when he was coaching at the Monster Factory, there are many products of uh, Damian Priest slash um, Punisher Martinez that are out here working the Indies. You know, guys like LSG, um, Royal Money, guys like uh, Shaheem Ali, guys like Anthony Bennett, Mar- uh, Miranda Vanette, Gabby Ortiz. Um, the list goes on and on of many careers that Damian Priest has actually touched. So to hear that type of, to, to read that, I, I was, again, I was not shocked at all. But anyways, hell of a match with him and Cody, um, back and forth, seesaw match. I mean, two, two true pro wrestlers, you know what I mean? This is the match, one of, I think this was the match I was looking forward to watching because, again, the ace in the hole is, hey man, Damian still has that briefcase, you know what I mean? And Cody is still trying to finish his story. So, Cody feuding with the Judgment Day and all that. I think that was, you know, great match. Great, great match. But the cool part about the uh, the ending was um, Cody using the uh, the crossroads. I think it was like three of them, you know, to really ensure the win. You know what I mean? To make And also make Damian look strong at the same time, too. But Cody did win with the, like I said, with three crossroads at the end. Um, 11 minutes, 5 seconds. You know, great. Again, solid match with two, you know, incredible workers. You know, and of course there was the main event, um, Roman Reigns defending against uh, L.A. Knight. Again, one of again, L.A. Knight is by far one of my favorite wrestlers in WWE. Obviously, I was familiar with his work when he was in TNA, and also when he was in the NWA right before he got signed. Uh, I think it was a 2021. And you want to talk about what this man has done as far as a career turnaround in a year? Think about it. Last year. He was a manager using another name and another gimmick. And now 
He was on the main event of a premium live event challenging for the world championship against the top guy in the company. That says a lot about him. And um, again, great match. But of course, you know, here we go again. The And, and no one, and to be honest with you, no one had any expectations of LA Knight winning because we've seen this movie before in Roman Reigns championship matches where there's going to be this outside interference. And of course, it was Jimmy Uso that was interfering in the match, cost LA, LA Knight the, you know, the match, and of course, Roman Reigns continues this dominant championship run, something we haven't seen in 35 years, and... Again, the way it looks, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I don't think that uh, Roman Reigns is losing that title anytime soon. I'm talking about past WrestleMania, because at this point, he's just about under a year away for breaking Hulk Hogan's championship um, reign record. Hogan held the title, his first reign, from January 23rd, 1984. Until February 5th, 1988. That is four years and I think about a week and a half. That is something we haven't seen in 35 years. So I'm pretty sure that they've, they've looked at that before saying, hey, this could be, you know, make this historic. You know, might as well go, might as well go for it. You know, if, you, if you're gone this far, you're three years in, but we'll see. We'll see how that happens. But again, that was Crown Jewel, and obviously there's things setting up for Survivor Series, which takes place in Chicago. I'm interested to see if someone shows up or not at Survivor Series, and I'll leave it at that. Well, again, again, I'm just going to cut it short. You know, it's a short episode this week. Again, you know, I had birthday stuff going on, but I definitely wanted to get this uh, this episode out there to you guys. And like I said, I promise every Thursday at 6 a.m. there will be new content Every single week, and like I said, there could be some bonus stuff, you know, when time does permit, or I'm able to do some extra wrestling stuff. But you can, again, if you haven't followed me on social media, you can. Again, it's the real DT Lou on all of the social media, with the exception of Facebook, which is Derek T. Lewis official page. Shop.derektlewis.com is my store. I'm going to be moving to another platform, which is the parent company of Below the Collar. One Hour Tees actually is the owner of Below the Collar and as well as uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. They're actually going up. They're actually um, doing away with Below the Collar on January the 2nd. So I'm in the process of moving my entire store to ProWrestlingTees.com where you can get all of my existing t-shirts and hoodies. And I'm going to try to see if I can add more stuff on there. I'm going to try to see if I can add some hats, some other novelty items, etc., etc. For my not just my Pro Wrestling t-shirt that I do have, but my other products that I have on there is, you know, other t-shirt and uh, hoodie designs that I have on there. But again, for now, again, the the, the URL will not change. It's shop.darytlewis.com. If you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, no matter which platform that you're on. Make sure you subscribe so you can get automatic new content every single week. Espacion. Espacion, my single. With Angie Stars, don't forget, stream it, download it, no matter which platform it's on there. The video is on Vivo, YouTube, Tidal, and Apple Music as well. So make sure that you check it out. Spread the word. It doesn't cost you a thing. 
Well, I'm going to get out of here. And as I always say, no matter what it is you do in life, always remember to make it count. See you next time.